What's up, guys? Welcome to the first ever episode 199 of the Kind of Funny Games cast. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by one of the coolest dudes in video games, Greg Miller. <sighs> and, of course, the Reverend Jared Petty. Doki Doki, friends. I'm so excited to be here. Mm -hmm. Right before episode 200. Right before the, spectacular. the, the big 200. Miyamoto's we'll coming it. in. Yeah. yeah that's we're recording Spencer. On, recording Kojima. on the moon. Yeah, we're recording on the moon, hence and the Tacoma Just hands. like yeah. uh, Super Mario Land 2, six golden coins. All right. We're headed to the moon. It's going to be fun. Greg Miller, let's get back to you for a second. Hi, how you doing? I introduced you. Usually you have some brat brat. I usually say, my say line. you have yeah, some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Talk about Mac and me. classic yeah, line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff. But today you sound a little bit dead. Why is that? It's Wednesday mm -hmm. before Game Awards on Thursday, before the Kind of Funny Games Showcase on Saturday, which means you and I are trying to finish the Kind of Funny Games Showcase. Uh, not some 40 minutes ago, 30 minutes ago, we got the final asset in. It's a time warp. It'll make sense in a second. Um, and then we need to film some snorks tonight. Mm -hmm. You need to edit some stuff. Oh, yeah. We need to have two versions of it. Uh, there's an email that I'm not thrilled about that just happened. No. Uh, just little stuff like, no, no, it's not, no, don't worry. Don't worry. It's not, it doesn't affect you at all. It probably doesn't even affect us. I'm just not thrilled about this showcase email, but we're almost there. I haven't slept since uh, end of November-ish, probably Thanksgiving, and uh, ready to get this thing done. All of that aside, I cannot wait for this show. Yeah, it's going to be one of the Saturday, best days of our life. 10 a.m., twitch.tv slash games. I uh, have finished the the edit of it. I right. need to add all yeah. the things that we haven't put in yet, so finish is probably not the right word to put there, but it is, uh, I'm very proud of it. I feel oh, like yeah. this is the most professional we've ever been. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do next week on Gamescast a more like in-depth look back when we can mm -hmm. actually talk about everything, sure. so I don't waste it all now, but I'm just saying I'm very proud of the work that we did. I'm very excited for everybody to see this. And the cool thing is if you're a, a, a freebie listener, Monday, you're watching this on youtube.com slash kind of funny games. You're listening to this on your podcast service of choice. You can go to youtube.com slash kind of funny games right now and see the showcase Watch the whole and thing. see if it was a huge disaster and something went horribly wrong. Yeah. I Which I don't think possible. it can. No, yeah. oh, that's a good thing to say. Yeah, no, yeah, this yeah. is going to be amazing. I think it's awesome. You know, I got choked up, obviously, watching the first cut you gave me here. I got through the intro of it. Like, yeah, it's super awesome. I'm so glad we did it. It's the thing I'm most proud of in my career. But we are at... We can see the finish line, and I just want to fucking land. Do you know this what plane. is at the finish line, though, Greg Miller? Smash Brothers, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Now, here is the thing. Do you know how much willpower I've had to have to edit yeah. with this thing sitting next to me? Yeah, uh, it's it's it it's been a disaster of the yeah. fact that Timing. this thing arrived. Yeah, yeah, just as we were like, all right, it's the final deadline. So we had two days within the office. Mm -hmm. You had a weekend with it at home. Mm -hmm. Not even. You had a Friday night with it at home, right? And then we went and filmed everything Saturday, and then it was just There's like a lot of rendering, a lot of exporting. And I'll tell you, it's that on the one hand, the whole, I know the, Smash Brothers is your game, mm -hmm. yeah. right? In the same way, a Crash game is you. Smash Brothers is you. Smash and, and so, connection. for as horrible as this is to have arrived while you have to edit the kind of funny game showcase. I'm so glad that you're editing off-site and took the game with you. Yeah. yeah. Because in the back room, as I pull my hair out and deal, deal with this and write scripts and negotiate and all this jazz, uh, and Tim, or Nick's working on graphics, like, if that was there, we would all stop doing stuff to go play it on the TV. There's an enormous TV and eight controllers. We're, yeah, we're, yeah. We'll, get, we'll get to all this real quick. I want to say this is the Kind of Funny Games cast each and every week right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. We get together, talk about video games, all things we love about them. You can get the show early by going to Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. We would greatly appreciate it if you did that. For just $1, you can watch the show live as we do it, and you also get to see a pre- and post-show. Uh, if, you, if you can't watch it live, that's totally cool. For a couple more bucks, you can watch it whenever you want early on Friday, uh, and that also includes the pre- and post-show. 
So you can do that too, or get the show for free on youtube.com slash games Monday at 9 a.m. Uh, shout out to Patreon producers, Matthew Feller, wait, wait, Feller, Matthew Feller, and Travis Barrett, and also shout out to all you beautiful people. Hey, we're gonna, the we're names put some are names scrolling here. Cool, Greg. You ready for that? You, you, you kind of failed at that shout out right there. Oh. Oh. I need to confirm with Kevin. And, uh, That's his nickname, say, Epic Failer. I, I love it. I there love we it. Go. Um, now gonna, we can yeah. get back to it. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Everyone is here. I've been playing the living hell out of it. I want to say I've put it in probably 20-something hours you already. son of a bitch. The showcase could have been done a long time ago. It's during the renders. It's during the exports. That's yeah. the beauty of, of editing, where it's like there's a lot of time. of You you, just, you, you can't wait. do anything. You yeah. can't yeah. work. Yeah, your hands yeah. are tied. Yeah, I guess I have you. to play Smash Brothers. Now, I here I'll answer a question for Jared Petty. Yes, sir. You said Diddy unlock everybody. Yeah. Tim Gettys is so <laughs> fucking crazy. He took it home night one that we were we were all playing here. Yeah. And then he took it home. He unlocked everyone that night. That night to have the Hell roster. Yeah, did you do it by straight playthrough or did you Here's do it by thing. targeting their unlocks? There's there's multiple ways to unlock right. all the characters in Smash Ultimate. If you are trying to get everybody quickly, you can do it in about four hours. I would okay. say maybe maybe even less than that. Um, the best way to do it. So pretty much when you play versus matches, for every versus match you play, in the, the first couple of them, um, like I think it's like you play one versus match, you unlock someone, and then you have to play like five, and then it unlocks them. But it hits a point pretty quickly that you just need to play versus matches, but every 10 minutes a challenger approaches. Oh. Um, but the way to trick the system is you do, the, after that, you hit that point. You play a match, a versus match, and then close the application and start it up again. You don't need to restart the switch. Ah, just hit home, hit close, and open it. So once it loads I see pretty quickly. So once I start to see the characters slow down, I, pretty much like after you unlock like three people, it moves to this ten minute thing. You moved to this ten minute thing. Okay. So after that, it's just just time limit. It's not number of matches. Okay. After that, it's this. You pop back in. You do uh, a match. I've been. I played a bunch of one stock matches. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing is like it wasn't bullshit. If you want to be really fast, you could just sudden death kill yourself and like right. speed it up yeah. but like I was like I'm just gonna keep playing around as I get characters play as them until yeah I think the it was Brawl round. I spent like hours just jumping off cliffs so that I could unlock everybody yeah. and I had so much fun unlocking all the characters of course it's kind of tedious to have to close out and do that really didn't get in the way all that much like I think it adds a total of like 25 seconds maybe per character sure. which adds up when there's 70 characters but yeah got them all unlocked the first night that's just a little pro strat if you're trying pro to get, strat, pro get all here. the characters for like all a right. party or something that you sure. um, but yeah I had such a good such a good time uh, when oh. I first booted up the game we played it here for a while but when I took it home I, I was like I need to play through classic mode like that's always been like yeah. the first thing that I do with the Smash Bros game just pop in Get it done. Had such a good time with that, and then went in and, and unlocked all the characters. Okay, so I got to ask you this right mm -hmm. away. What's the you've had a lot of hands-on time with this game mm -hmm. before it came out? What's yeah. the biggest surprise? Now Ooh, that you got the full great version, question, Jared. Biggest surprise. I mean, I'm not too surprised okay. by anything. I, right. I feel like I, I had a good. I knew a lot about this game yeah, going in, no. and uh, especially going to New York and being able to play as, as extensively as I did. Mm -hmm. Anything that I would have been surprised about, I was already surprised okay. about. Um, I, I guess I was really surprised by the, the dope-ass box. So, Cool Greg, can you cut to the one real quick? Cut to the one, Cool Greg. So we got the the normal box, but then on the inside, there's an alternate cover All that the has characters. everybody. That way you can it's put X's cool. through the faces you unlock them. Oh, sure. Exactly. Wow. Um, I didn't do that, though. But, nerd. Uh, real quick, I wanted to talk about the controllers, actually. Smash Brothers, you're allowed to use a whole bunch of, a plethora of controllers. The most exciting thing to me, it's not the most surprising, is that I finally got to put my Wii U to rest. 
The Thank Wii U God. forever has been uh, my Smash Bros. box. Similarly to how before that, my Wii was my Smash right. Bros. box. Um, and the problem with the Wii U is that you needed the GameCube uh, USB adapter. Right. You needed a bunch of game controllers. Right. You needed the gamepad to be able to navigate the menus of the yep. Wii U. So traveling with the Wii U to play Smash through people's houses was a disaster. Yeah, it's total pain. Now, the Switch makes that shit easy. I love it so much. Cannot wait for this, you know smaller uh, footprint future that we now have for sure. the rest of our lives sure. with Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Okay. Um, so with the controllers, the GameCube controllers, uh, people were a little bit worried that with Smash Ultimate weren't going to be compatible. And Sakurai was like, fuck that. We're going to keep pushing this till we die. Mm -hmm. um, so I was excited about that. You can still use the USB uh, connector that was compatible with Smash Excellent. Uh, Wii U. They, they re-released it now. It's still yep. super hard to get. It's already sold out, but whatever. But the you same one on still works. So Time to grow up and use the Pro Controller, Then there's another option is that you can also use the Pro Controller. Mm -hmm. Which is a good controller. Great controller. It, it is a good controller. Here we go. Um, but, I mean, again, Smash and GameCube controllers, like, go hand in hand. And the GameCube controller is just so beautiful. And, like, it is almost as if the GameCube controller was made for Smash Bros., even though it wasn't. Yeah. But just the, the way the buttons are mapped and all that, it's just like, it feels so perfect and it just feels so right. And you have 20 years of history. What are you doing? We're literally talking about the controllers. <laughs> you need them? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Stupid Kevin. Uh, but the thing about the controllers is just like, you get so used to this. And yeah. for a long time, everyone's like, oh, like, fuck the people. Like, what Greg Miller's doing right now. I have to like, let's grow up and move on to the, the pro controllers. There is fair, that, fair. that argument, but mm -hmm. it's like, I was forced to do that on the back record, in the Wii. On the record, I love the GameCube controller, yeah. and I love playing it with Smash. But as popular as the Switch is, as popular as Smash is, I want to be able to play natively wherever I am. And the problem we've run into at demos is, all right, cool, guys, here's Smash, great. And they hand me a Pro Controller. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I've mm -hmm. played how many decades with the GameCube controller now? I don't know. Not that many decades. Yeah. But you know what I mean? How many the years decades. with it? Yeah. I mean, how many two, years with point. it? What? No, really? Right? Is that all? I mean, no, not yet. 2001. Not yet. 2001, was made. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, 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 though, I want to be able to drop in and know what I'm doing. And wherever I'm going to be playing, they should at least have this the thing Kevin just tried to pawn off on us the Joy Cons put into the Joy Con grip, Jesus right? Jesus Christ, I fucking hope not. Hey, you that know, I'm just saying, worst case scenario, I want to play that. Ugh. You know, I, I, I have I have experimented with that. Here, yeah, here yeah, comes yeah. Jared's idea too. There Jared's go. got this new idea where he's just going to play with one Joy-Con. That's going to be his thing. So I came a psychopath. We don't like him. I came in the other day. Well, mm -hmm. Why would you like me? Why would I, I, I don't like know. I understand that. No, <laughs> I came in the other day and there were no pro controllers. There were no game controllers left. So I grabbed the. That's all there is is the Switch because we couldn't even get two of them synced, and put it on its side. And I've learned something through that process. One, I certainly didn't do terribly during the very few matches I played. Didn't do great, didn't do terribly. But I was like, you know, if I lose using this controller, I can blame the controller. And when I win, I won using this controller and everyone knows it. So the lows are less low and the highs are even Much higher. Because then people I do look at like, a lot of downside to how is he Here's doing my it? thing. My argument is and always has been when it comes to Smash. The controls aren't fucking rocket science. They're not complicated. The layout of this and the layout of this are the same damn thing. Yeah, no, but it's very it, different. It is mentally. a little hard to smash when, you, when you're using a switch controller turned on itself. No, it's harder. It's and a, you have no seconds. No, he's, I think he's yeah. saying pro controller. Oh, yeah. 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 But, even, yeah. but even then, though, it is still. It's like it's you. You have the functionality. It's the you're DS playing controller. With, like yeah. you're. Uh, I'm not even going to talk about the pro. That, nobody should play that way. If you have to, sure, whatever. But. The viable options here, we're talking about the Pro Controller, we're talking about the GameCube <laughs> controller. And it's just like, they're, they, both, good. they're both good. They're yeah. both equally good. We're used to GameCube controller. But I was broken from this a long time ago with Brawl. I've told the story before that I had an imported version um, 
before it came out in America, and there was a tournament in America before the game came out. And I was like, we're gonna fuck me and Kurt. We're like, we're gonna practice and fuck people up with the new characters uh, because we've been playing. But I yeah. knew that the tournament was gonna use the Pro Controller, ah. the Wii Pro Controller. Very different pro controller. Oh. The peanut shaped one. Yeah, I remember so that. So I got super used to playing with that. But again, it's the same button. Did man. you guys win yeah. the competition? Uh, Curran did. I did not. Curran's <laughs> really good, apparently. Yeah. I got pretty far. Um, but the thing with it is, like, I feel like I broke that in my mind so long ago that, like, at any of the events or whatever, give me a pro controller. It's the same fucking thing. Well, I was ready to adopt the pro controller for this one, but then I found out that it was going to be backwards compatible with USB. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm fine. I've got the peripheral already. But then I saw that 8 bit dough thing. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh. So, so here's where we're at. Uh, I'm, I'm all over the place right now, but we got the, there's the pro controller that works great with this game. Yeah. I can confirm I've played. 10 hours of Smash with the Pro Controller. You're selfish and took it, but from what I got to play in the office with it, yeah, I've already adjusted to, like, I've got my mind set right, and I feel, it's starting to feel natural. Yeah, right. it's, it's super awesome, and there are some advantages to it over the, the GameCube oh, controller. Oh, what are the um, Just, and it, it advantages, it's pros and cons in a way that, like, ah, that like they both I could say the same thing about both of them pro controller joy cons it's never occurred to Damn. me they are pros and cons they, anyway, they, oh. they know it. The, the, the joy cons are definitely the cons um, but just the way that the these buttons are just more like it's quicker to sure. shield okay. versus the GameCube that but is the GameCube, more of a what, yeah, what a baby because the thing with the GameCube a baby. It, spring there it, a hot sexy baby, baby. Yeah. it's a sexy baby is what there's the spring but like on a it was like an analog yeah on GameCube where Switch doesn't have analog it's it's yeah. it's digital so you don't get that level of like being able to control the the shield or stuff so yeah. Pro Controller is kind of better there but. Okay. It doesn't really matter. Sense. But again, Pro Controller, super comfortable in your hands. Lasts for freaking ever. The best part yeah. of it. Uh, One of the best parts. It has HD rumble, and it has rumble, at least, wirelessly. It's just like, which we've never had with Smash, because um, the WaveBird didn't have rumble. But then, Game Controllers, I mean, are you kidding me? Like, these things just, they Beautiful. feel Beautiful. so good in your hands. My all-time favorite controller. And I, I love it so much, especially because it feels like it's made for the game that you're playing with it. Mm -hmm. Smash, in this case, Absolutely. The big ass A button, a little B on the side. It's just like and the yep. um, octagonal gate. Yeah, I don't know how to fucking say that, but you know what I mean. Yeah, you Even the camera it. nubs, just just in that right spot for the flick. Just I the flick it, for the smash. I, I love it so smash much. Flick, and I love right I love the the bounce of the spring yeah. of, the, of those good. guys. So I absolutely Feels love good. that. Still, so far, my controller of choice okay. when it comes to smash. Although pro controller, super good. Now the thing for me though. Yeah. is I want a wireless solution because yeah. there's way too many damn wires. You talked about the 8-BitDo wireless I, I ordered one. It hasn't arrived yet. $20 from 8-BitDo. Yeah. comes out the day the game comes out. I'm very excited to, to get one and play with that because um, I'm hoping that that's just going to be my answer to all this. But you can then take a GameCube controller, plug it into this little tiny nub, AA battery, just one, and then you just get to play. Oh, that's great. Wireless, How much do you get out of the battery life? Ballpark-ish? We'll, okay. we'll see. I didn't know if there was um, like a, a yeah, statement from that. No rumble, though. No, so I took a like, risk and just went and grabbed one. Oh, I mean, what could go wrong? Yeah. Hey, Bitzel's an amazing company, though. Yeah, like, they're the ones stuff. who made that little, the little tiny little SNES thing you yeah, love, right? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of great so stuff. far, their products to me are just fantastic. Yeah. I absolutely love them. I, I really think this is going to be awesome. I play but Android games on my phone with one. Is that there's still a wire. You know what I mean? It's just like that's still way too much. So that's where Power A came in. Power A... Uh, put out this wireless GameCube controller. It looks sexy. It looks sexy. It looks just like... This looks like a dream to me. But how does it Show feel? it to the people. Cool, Greg. So, very, very, very similar to an actual GameCube controller. Okay. Um, you can see the D-pad on the wireless one is a little bit bigger, a little bit more modern. Okay. Um, otherwise, not too many differences. In the middle of it, we get the, the Switch exclusive buttons, the home button, the nice. snapshot button, and all that. 
And on the top, you can see that it also added a oh, L1 another and R1 yeah, yeah, yeah. together. Mm -hmm. So you can actually use it as a pro controller. And in fact, this functions straight up just as a pro controller. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Yes. This is officially licensed. This is all officially licensed. Nintendo's Power on board. Ray. They're now mad about it. Nope. Totally, totally on the up and up. It's $50. Cool. How does it uh, connect? Is it just like a regular it's a controller? Pro controller. Okay. Oh, you did say that. My yeah, apologies. It's, it's straight up a pro controller. Now, what's cool about this to me is I was like, ideally, Ideally, I was like, I want to just buy a fleet of Mind these. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, when my friends come over, we just use these. Sure. We use, play them with Mario Kart, play them with whatever. That was a big problem with the Wii U that I had is we'd have the Wii U, we'd have all this stuff, and then we'd have a, a fleet of GameCube controllers for Smash. Yeah. But then we would also need four Wii U controllers for Mario Kart because the GameCube controllers aren't compatible. Right. So, right. so many problems being solved here with Smash Ultimate. I like this. Now, the problem with this is it's not quite right. No! I'm very, very, very upset to say that it is like a 8 out of 10. Uh -huh. What's wrong with it? I want the 10. I would prefer using the Pro Controller over Because it's a great controller. And what, what's, what's wrong? Yeah, what's wrong it with this one? It feels just a little too cheap. It's so close to feeling like a GameCube controller. It just doesn't. I'm doing the taste test right here. Yeah, because it felt pretty, felt pretty it's good. It's so close. And it the, feels weird to have, to be, have oh, the buttons be the L3 and R3 there. That felt strange. Like I'm, that I'm I can fine push with down that. On the but stick. then the other problem is you don't get that same yeah, that's click sure. that you do. So that bothers me. And uh, my biggest problem is the thing that I like most about the gaming controller is where my fingers the ergonomics of it, where they fall, and the oh, battery pack. the battery yeah. packs in the super, way. Super gets yeah, in the way. You don't know that. Yeah, hold, yeah, hold, yeah. no, hold, them, hold them both up by his face. Hold them both up by your face. Cool guy, show the face of Tim with the thing so you can see the battery packs. Like, right, hold, so rotate them. I'm very confused. Oh, the back. So I, people can understand what you're saying if you're gotcha. not holding it. Got confused. There, see, sorry. and then like rotate it so they're your eyeballs the other way. Away from your eyeballs. They are your eyes. They are your eyes. They are your what? eyes. I'm really confused. I'm really, yeah, I have no idea what just, he wants. I'm just, now you're just fucking around? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, anyways, it's not bad. It's just, it's not ideal. It's not perfect. Yeah. It's How, like, what about I, latency and all that uh, jazz? So that's my thing. I don't know about all that fucking shit. Like, I, 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 that's so not So it feels the good gameplay-wise yeah, playing. gameplay-wise, it works. These buttons do feel a little stickier than I want them to. Yeah. I'm still trying See, to the figure problem out is what I would, my airplane controller is for Smash Bros. I would okay. love to do this, but I'm moving on. I have to move on, Jared. I yeah. want to be able to drop into any developer house. Because this is a big deal. You go to I've been to so many developers, mm -hmm. and they're like, "Oh, you want a beer? Yeah, you want to play Smash? Sure." And you walk, and they got like again, pro hodgepodge of controllers everywhere. Yeah. I want to be able to walk in and give, give me the pro controller, or pull the pro, pro controller I carry in my bag all the time out. Mm -hmm. That's why it's got to be that. Well, so I saying. think it's a good, I think it's a good choice. If this works, you could have just brought this with you. And no, then you'd always have it. There's a future, and I'm part of it. And it's the pro this, controller. This is a pro controller. Though. Yo, Tim. Come with me to the future. I mean, Stop living there. in the past. I'm already, I'm, I am confirming this is a great controller to play Smash Ultimate. So with. what about handheld, Tim? So, What's it like ooh, playing? Yeah, so we've been talking about controllers ooh. a lot, and I like this. This is a great segue. Handheld, it works. It's fine. The Joy-Con buttons are a little tiny for this type of thing. Uh, it, I haven't flown yet playing this game, and I feel like sure. that's really going to be the thing that puts it to the test. Was there? I, I we had the embargo. I shared the embargo. I showed the embargo uh, to you and the guys and the team. Uh, it was there a thing in there like don't play this outside, don't play this in a plane or anything. It said like that? be aware of what. Gotcha. Of what Thank you're you. Just wondering if Nintendo was worried about yeah. that. So um, I played a bit handheld. Definitely not that much yet, and I don't love the experience. Okay. Um, I but again, it's just because I'm used to it being so big. Uh, I played the hell out of Smash 3ds. Travel with that Ojo. Right, Start exactly. being Xavier well, yeah. Woods. Take over the oh, yeah, bulkhead. I yeah, I love Smash 3D. But there's something about it just on the screen, especially because it's HD and stuff. I feel like Smash 3DS kind of uh, made a lot of decisions, like the the black outlines of the characters that mm -hmm. focused on like understanding. Oh right, on a small that, yeah. screen. Right. This 
it seems a bit overwhelming with the amount of action going on and with like how great this game looks. Ah. Um, that things can kind of seem a little small, mm-hmm. okay. but it's a perfect Smash Bros. game portable. Like I'm not going to complain uh, that they didn't make weird concessions and stuff. Like it's it totally works. Um, I do not have enough experience to like really give an opinion on it yet, but definitely I I'm never going to plan to play in. Pure handheld mode. Two other controller-related questions. Following. Can up I on jump, that. jump oh, in real quick? Because I, I feel you on this, and that's my thing right now. Of course, we're filming this all weird, but going to the Game Awards tomorrow morning. Don't have Smash, but obviously I'll have Smash coming home because it'll be Friday. <laughs> my, I'm so stoked to pack the Switch and play Smash, but I'm also pr- packing the Pro Controller. I feel like that's like a non-starter and, for me. And I'm gonna always they, have it on the table there playing. Yeah, and it's like you know, little tabletop mode. Yeah. I have my little thing on the plane. I definitely think that playing with a controller, whether it, I might even just like bite the bullet, like use this power A one sure. when I'm traveling. Maybe I'll use the pro. I don't fucking know yet. Maybe I'll use the Abito thing with the GameCube controller. Mm-hmm. Knowing me, I'll probably do that. <laughs> uh, but um, I think that that'll work a lot better. But it still doesn't solve the problem of the screen. Sure, I agree. Uh, I know. I hear you. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. And again, that's a small minor problem for the fact that we got a pure smash game. I hadn't thought about what you said about the outlines. That's so important because that's they did make so many very deliberate design decisions around yeah. the 3DS version that make it work and I hadn't thought about a small screen and the fact that they wouldn't have those same mm-hmm. the same changes. That's but I do have a couple other questions about mm-hmm. this. One, I, we did gloss over it, but in all seriousness, playing with two Joy-Cons What's it like? I mean, when you're two, two Joy Cons, yeah, grabbing two Joy Cons and play, let's say because a lot of our listeners it's are not, not going to have, yeah, you know, they're going to have friends over for an eight-player mm-hmm. party and they're going to have to. Everybody's going to have to grab what they can grab. Yeah, how is it just playing totally on the TV? Two jo- is it okay? It's, it's totally fine. Okay, um, I mean, obviously, I prefer two Joy Cons over the one. Yeah, I think playing with one oh, Joy Con is, is like. You know, people do it though. I mean, no, it's, it's, brawl, like, play, it's like playing with brawl with the Wii mode on and the side. A lot of yeah. people did. Yeah. So, uh, but I mean, you know, people that are playing seriously for the majority aren't doing that. Right. I'm just thinking more about situations where you're having a bunch of friends over and you don't have eight pro controllers or eight yeah. GameCube controllers laying around. What are you doing? The other, and this is related to that question, does this one retain the ability to use a 3DS as a controller oh. the way that the last one did? I don't think that it does. Okay. It, it might. Uh, I'm just thinking about what people have laying around in case they're having a party and like crap. We don't have. We got one more person. The controllers here. I'm oh wait, my old 3ds. Yeah, I don't know if it. Does. I didn't. Know. I, I don't think that. It yeah, does. It, they, they spell a lot of stuff out here in play mode. One to eight, obviously on the TV with the Switch. One to eight in tablet mode, showing the Joy Cons. One on just the Switch. <laughs> then it talks about the Nintendo Switch Pro controller compatible, Amiibo compatible. I feel like they would have put something. Okay, in there. great. So probably not then. Okay. Yeah, I'm curious. I know so, that's a weird question, but again, we're jumping around a lot here, and I know we're talking a lot about controllers. It's Smash Day. Let us be happy, world. That's the thing is like controllers are so so yes. important to a game like this, and I feel like it's like it's the little features that they added, it's yeah. the little like quality of life things they added to this game that make it the ultimate Super Smash Brothers sure. game. And I feel like how easy they make it to use the controllers you want, 3ds not counting and I yeah. feel like that's just getting super I only brought that weird granularity up because I remember when it first arrived at IGN we actually had to resort to that a few times yeah. and that was at IGN right yep. controllers everywhere totally so um but when you look when you look at smash what this one did the amount of small little things like uh on the Wii U version to play 8 player smash you would need to have all the the GameCube uh adapters plugged in like two yeah. game separate GameCube controllers plugged in and then it was a special smash mode you had to go into the menus to get to yeah. whatever this game makes it so easy nice. to just go to Smash, like the mode Smash, 
And whether you're, you're playing one-on-one, whether you have eight players, nice. whether two people have GameCube, one person has this the wireless one, one person has a Pro Controller, one person has a Joy-Con, it's like they just you add up, you can choose your your name, and you're just good to go. And this is all in-game. This isn't in a menu. Yep. This isn't it's a, all okay. in, Once you're nice. in the character select screen, you can just simply add, char- oh, add people, take them out. It's the easiest version that, that they've had so far. And, the, you know, my only experience with it has been playing in the office, which we, you know, did pretty extensively last week before Showcase really came in to eat our lunch. And that was awesome to see that. And it was awesome when Jared did w- walked in. He was like, oh, can I play? And like, yeah. And we just added the one thing. And then it was like, how many Joy-Cons? Oh, crap. And then we found the one. And you're like, good enough. And, like, we were off. I yeah. did okay. You did okay. The, and so, to me... There's things that we all know about Super Smash Brothers. Super Smash Brothers is such a wonderful game. It's a wonderful experience. There's something special about it where it's not just a video game. It is a museum of yeah. Nintendo history and celebrating video games. I mean, you know, we now with the amount of third-party characters in this game, and especially now because of Spirits Mode and World of Light and all that stuff, the amount of third-party references and third-party uh, just, just reverence and celebration yeah. that this game adds, like it reminds me that Nintendo is magic. You know, we, we there's very few things you talk about and, and drop the word magic without it sounding like super corny and, and weird. And it's like Disney and Nintendo yeah. are two of the things that just they, they really understand how to make people feel tingly inside. Yeah, I agree. There, there's a, I, somebody I've picked tick people off before saying, pointing out that Nintendo's a toy company, but toys at their very best commemorate, educate and invoke a sense of magic that makes them meaningful, not less meaningful. Mm-hmm. I think that's a compliment. And I think that they do create that kind of magical playground. And I think Disney's a wonderful comparison. Honestly, I think Nintendo's even more soulful than Disney at this point. At that, <laughs> uh, that. I mean, it's just, to me, what, the thing that's most special about Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is the same thing that was special about Melee and Brawl and Smash Wii U is that it represents a time in my life that no matter where I am, I'll always remember when I first got this game mm. and the moments of every single person around being like, I need to play one more match, one more match, one more match. How and many times have we done that already in the office? Already. Right? Yeah. And it's just and like, you can hear them screaming in the other room. Cause they're all playing it's it. right now. They're all playing. Yeah. It's so funny that it's like, this thing just takes over and it's so unique where it's like, there'll be games, big single player experiences that are the water cooler moments where you play and everyone sure. wants to talk about it. But there's something about Smash Brothers that, like, whether you're Nick Scarpino, somebody that doesn't really play games, or whether you're Greg Miller, yep. or Joey, who's never played a Smash Bros, she's now fucking addicted. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah totally. It's like there is That's just, cool. it sucks you in. There's enough to Smash that makes it not random and not the great equalizer or anything like that, but literally anything can happen in a Smash match. Yeah. Yes. Like, you're the best Smash player in the office, period, right? I wouldn't say that necessarily. All right, fine. I'm the best you're player. The best. No, yeah. I'm not, not. But I mean, that's the thing it is, I feel gets in my head so much. Sure, but that's the thing is that you can still get. I can still beat you. Mm-hmm. You're the best oh, for sure, but I can still get out there yeah. and beat you. You know and, what I mean? That's the thing is like, man, I know I've talked about Smash Bros. so much. I'm going to continue to talk. It's about the about Smash it. episode yeah, celebrated. Roll them bones. Uh, for me. We did another series. We're bringing up multiple IGN series in this episode of Gamescast. Everybody, uh, IGN.com is a successful website. You should go check them out. We, yeah. we did a series of videos that was like, what's your favorite game of all time? Oh, yeah. Every mm-hmm. All the editors and video people like had a one-on-one thing where Greg with interviewed Greg them about what their favorite game of all time was. Jordan Petty's Sid Meier's Pirates. Oh, you remember? I remember that. Uh, mine was Super Smash Brothers, and I, I, I couldn't decide which one to yeah. put. It was, kind of, it was kind of a cop-out answer where I'm just like, I don't know what my favorite is. And this game makes it even more complicated to me where it's like at the end of the day, 
I, I think that my favorite video game of all time is going to be Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it's it's so. the I hear you, and this stick with me. It's all this has always been similar to me with the Madden games, where people uh, are like, oh man, did you have a favorite Madden? I'm like, oh, no, it's Madden. It's yeah. always Madden, right? Whereas, and don't get me wrong, Smash. Mm-hmm. There was tripping. And there's this Madden. There was a GM mode that did this. Or that. I I get that there's yeah. differences, but for me, especially with Smash Ultimate, which is really. Hey, here's everything we've learned. It's like the pyramid, right? Of starting an N64 and building all the way up to this game right here. And that's why Smash always is a fucking moment that you remember where you were for. And you have, you know. I I love what you said earlier about about just going into the menus and being able to just jump jump right in. Uh, That kind of quality of life stuff Greg's talking about. You mentioned magic. That's part of it. But the other half of it, you mentioned Joey had never been into it. Now she is. It's also about accessibility. It's Mm -hmm. about anybody can get in. It's about... Greg can take you on. And that is reflected not just in the architecture of the matches, but in things like being able to just pop in with a controller and start playing. There are n- nothing separates you from what you want to do mm-hmm. in this. And not I, that entirely makes, true. Oh, that's the criticism I have with this, where it's like, it, for the most part, I, I'm saying unequivocally, this is the best Smash Brothers game. Straight up, it is. That's not to say it's perfect. <laughs> That's not to say that you know there there aren't things the other games did better here or there. And you know it's interesting that it's like everyone's here. It has all the characters. It's not entirely true because it's like so many of the other characters had move sets that are entirely different now than they ah. used to be. So like for example, Zero Suit Samus was like my main character in Brawl. They changed her so much uh, in Wii U and for this that I'm like I would have loved to have that option too. Is that me being super nitpicky and like? A baby wanting more when they've already given so much. Yes, but not a baby. But that's you being a student of the game. Like you know what I mean. Like you've known this thing for that long, and they've changed it. You're gonna have a problem with it. Yeah, and, and it's just I think like, it's, that's being old. That's the opposite <laughs> of being a baby. That's being I just old. love it. I, I I feel like there is so much content in this game, which makes it the best because the content works. And at the end of the day, the multiplayer mode in this is fucking perfect. I love it so much. I have so much fun, whether it's competitive one-on-ones or eight players or four players, whatever we're doing, fucking around. There's so many options in this game that are fun. They did such a good job culling a lot of the bullshit modes that were in the other uh, Smash games and really focusing on what do people like? And they added this thing called Squad Strike, which is fucking brilliant. Mm. It essentially makes the game more similar to Marvel vs. Capcom. This is what we played on upcoming party mode. Party mode, by the way, live right now, Patreon or uh, YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. There's a party mode up of us all playing Smash. You choose a team of three or five uh, different characters. You can't duplicate, but there's so many Echo characters in this game that you pretty much can. can, But uh, you, you choose, like, let's just say five, five characters and each stock is one of those characters. Okay. So when your character dies, you just keep the fight going. You can't tag in and out. So it's oh, you not, can't it's tag not, in It's not okay. actually Marvel's Oh, I, I got real excited for a minute. Amazing. Okay. Uh, but no, it is just one by one. But like, I, I love it. And mm-hmm. uh, my friend Curran came over and we, we played for, for hours and it is going to be the way that we play Smash going forward okay. uh, for us. Just because like we both love playing with so many different characters and like, yeah having that experience of fucking around, but it's like the strategy of you choose your characters, you then you see who they chose as well, and then there's like a, another screen that you get into where get into, yeah, so you, you choose, choose the order. You choose ah, your team, ah, and then yeah, you start seeing your But it's like so that's hidden, hidden from them. And it's like there's just so many little meta levels going on there where I'm like, this is an amazing mode. This isn't fucking coin battle bullshit or something that no yeah. one wants. This is an actual thing that... I wouldn't be surprised if it becomes a new standard in the fighting game community oh, nice. yeah. um, as a competitive thing. It's so fucking cool. 
Um, it's a really good idea. It, it's a really, really and good idea. Can you play up to eight on that? Like it's, it's. Uh, well, Squad Strike is it's five. So no, I mean, can you play up to eight players it's that 1v1. way? Or one just one v one. It's one v one. Yeah, as far as I understand. Okay. Yeah, it's one v one. I wonder. Um, but then there's other like just little changes that just really make the game so much more fun in a way that people are actually going to play it years from now. Smash always has a lot of modes. There's a lot, like so much quantity, but it needs to be quality in order for it to stand the test of time. Right. And I feel like with a lot of the other Smash games, there's always like tacked on stuff. A perfect example, Final Smash is. Final Smash is something, you, you have them on for a couple times until people get sick of it and they're like, this is dumb. I, I hate fighting for the ball. I don't want this. The way that they added the Smash charge bar mm -hmm. in this makes Final Smashes fun again okay. in our stupid four-player matches that don't nice. mean anything. If we're doing one-on-one -on -one competitive stuff, we're probably not gonna have them on. Yeah. But the charge bar allows the, it's four players, anything can happen. You you get a, a Final Smash maybe like once every two minutes, yeah. somebody gets one. It just adds to the chaos, it adds to the fun, and I feel like that's gonna be something that we'll leave on uh, just as often as we leave in the office. Off. Yeah. Um, so it's like all of a sudden, a core feature of the game is now something people are going to actually use. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? I after a decade no, of I, not I, I, using it. Because Smash Ball chasing did get tedious after a while. I kept Smash Balls on a lot of the time when I played, but they did turn into chase. Uh, it changed the, the game. Smash Ball. You know? Yeah. And this sounds like, this sounds better, frankly. Yeah. What about World of Light? I'll get to that in, in just a second. Because I'm worried you're going to end on a negative note. No, 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 no. Because okay. to, right. to wrap up on the on the the core Smash game, I love it. I love the amount of characters there are. I love the new characters. I love that I don't get some of them. Like it reminds yeah. me of playing as like uh, Olimar back in the day. Who do you not like, get? Um, uh, Inkling for sure. Okay. I'm like, what the fuck? Ridley is just like, I feel like I'm playing them totally wrong. Okay, there you go, Smash Bros. Um, that I just love it, right? And Simon and Richter by far my new favorite characters. Okay. I'm, I'm loving playing as them, but they're they're difficult to use. They're like Little Mac, where if you're off the stage, you're not getting back on. Okay, his recovery is horrible. All right. Um, so love all the new characters. Love that we're getting so many new characters. What I, I think we've all missed the most important question here, which is how awesome is Sukapon? I mean, uh, it's been very annoying to me in in the single player modes. Actually, yeah. yeah, what, yeah, is, yeah. what is it? it? Fucked me up. His favorite little fucking pink. The, the star of Joy Mecha Fight, the uh, the un, uh, unheralded. Uh, uh, Sukapon is Nintendo's first fighting game character, okay. and he's never, which one does he look like? He's a pink, uh, little pink robot made out if, of if bubbles. Wig Wiggler Kirby. was a Kirby. No, if uh, like Wiggler was a Kirby. Up. Imagine, do you remember Clay Fighters? Yeah, of course. Okay, imagine if a Clay Fighters character didn't look bad. And you Got it. Perfect. Sukupon. No. So going back to the quality of life stuff and the, the core smash mode, the fact that they added rule sets, the fact that you can like go in and make it so that like you can get in three stock match if you want just Omega Final Destination stages like off the bat, it's just gonna go straight to How can you have like infinite or ten rule sets or whatever? I, it feels infinite, I don't know. Okay. But like it's it's enough for sure. Sure. Um it's so great because for some ungodly reason, the default in Smash has always been two minute time matches. Uh -huh. Nobody plays that way. Yeah. People play with stock. Right. So every time we'd start the game up, we'd have to go, go to the uh, the rules that's change the things and all this stuff. I love that now we can have multiple settings that just nice. go in. It speeds everything up so damn much. That's great. Um, Another accessibility. And, and that stuff really, really matters. There's a new training mode that is awesome. It's going to be super important to the fighting game community and people mm -hmm. that take this shit seriously. Um, they treated this one for the first time like it's a real fighting game in so many ways where I feel like Sakurai for years has been like, it's a party game. It's a party game. This is the one that I'm like, all right, he's listened. It's a party game. And he understands there is a serious 
group of people that they need to please uh, in order for the longevity of this game, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm in love with all that stuff. Then you get to single player stuff. I am so twisted and torn about this. Uh-oh. Because on one hand, I can say, this game has the best single player content in Smash history. Hey. Whoa! Hey. Classic mode alone is awesome. Okay. It has so much thought put into it. Every single character has their own path. Uh, mm-hmm. You face six different people, and they're customized in a way that feels like there was so much care and love put into it. When you play as uh, Ryu or Ken, everybody you face, or when you play as Ryu, they both have different ones. When you play as Ryu, uh, each person is supposed to represent one of the Street Fighter 2 characters. So level one is you, you face off against Ken. Level two, you face off against Zero Suit Samus, but Chun-Li's theme is playing. Oh, weird. Uh, yeah, and level three is uh, Incineroar, who's the wrestler, and it's Zangief's Zang- theme. Oh, okay. And like, you keep going through like that, and it's like it's super themed. And also for the Street Fighter characters, instead of playing Smash normally where you knock them off the stage, it's a stamina battle. So they have health bars. Okay, oh, your life's going down. Right there, I've gotten really, really excited. Is Guile's theme in the game? Yes. All Street Fighter 2 themes are in the game. So good. Yeah. So um, and I'm never it, playing any other music. <laughs> it's, it's super cool because it's like that level of thought is put into every single character. And playing through the classic modes, I've only done a handful of them now. They have different final bosses. They have different, like, nice. it's, it's just so much love. It's put into the same, like, y'all fucking nailed it. The only thing I don't like about classic mode is the bonus game. Race to the finish is one of the worst Smash minigames I've ever had. I don't know why they keep going back to it. It should have been break the targets. It's really upsetting, and it, it's unnecessary. Should okay. not be in the game. Makes it worse, period. Um, full stop. Full fucking full stop. stop. But the rest of classic mode is a godsend. I absolutely love it. Um, then moving on to World of Light, which is the adventure mode in this game. Right. It's the story mode in this game. I love it. What? But there's so much about it that sucks. No, we're okay. yeah. It's like expound. The, uh, the idea of it is so great. The the, the when we first saw that cutscene, it's like okay. And I was hoping we were going to get more spoilers. You don't. Oh. There's cutscenes. They're not satisfying. Okay. They're they're really not satisfying. So none of that none of that Smash Brothers brawl so cutscene love. The best you, thing yeah. about Subspace Emissary was the cutscenes. Right. That is not true in this game at all. Um, Subspace Emissary, the gameplay kind of sucked. The gameplay in World Light much much better. Good. It's fights. It's straight up. It's it's event modes with a bunch of gimmicks and weird RPG elements and stuff. Okay. That when they work is awesome. But when it's weird and tedious and uh, there's just way too many systems at play, it's kind of annoying. Um, it's way more substantive than I expected. I'm about 20 hours in just, shit. just to the world of light. And I think I'm only like two thirds done. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot, but my problem is it's all over the place. The balance seems non-existent. Okay. It'll feel like I'm just trouncing motherfuckers. And then all of a sudden there'll be a couple that I'm like, how am I supposed to beat this? Yeah. Yeah. And I like that because it's like, I like the, the challenging side of it. I just wish that there was a better sense of understanding of pacing of why that's happening. Does it, it should feel almost like, it does it feel like a sense of just kind of random puzzles then thrown in it, a way? It like, does seem very random. Okay. And there's cool little, like the, the world map is so interesting because it's from segment to segment as you unlock, it's like there's fog of war going on. Yeah. And when you find things that like there's clearly like the Pac-Man maze is there and then like you'll get into a, a secret base and it's a clear metal gear inspired section. Yeah. It's like, a lot of the things you're like, oh, there's a lot of Nintendo love here. Like, this is a little city that you find where every building is shaped like a Nintendo console. Mm-hmm. Like, super fun, cool stuff everywhere. But then, when you're doing the battles and stuff, 
So when you get to a battle, we've seen this a lot in the, the trailers and everything, but you face off against somebody in an event match where there'll be weird special uh, situations and circumstances in the match to make the character represent a different character that isn't in the game. Okay. So Dixie Kong would be a good example. Dixie, Dixie Kong, Kong spirit, is never a good example. When you anything. face the uh, Dixie <laughs> Kong spirit, you actually face off against Diddy Kong in his pink outfit. And he, he relies on moves that are similar to her moves. And so it actually kind of changes the way that they even fight you. And there's a lot of love put into all these things. Like, it's really cool, like, to see the creative ways they come up with some of them. But then on your side, you have to use all the spirit. Um, like, you get this. Once you beat them, you get their spirit. And you they give you different uh, attributes and bonuses and all this stuff. And you could just go in and hit the X button and it gives you the recommended thing to go into the battle with so you don't need to really yeah. worry about it all. And like that's all cool. When you get into it and start figuring out like, oh, here's the play style I like. Here's what I want to do. It does get kind of fun and addicting. I do like the loop of just getting the loots and, and seeing how it affects you. But then that's where that ends for me where it's like there's so many systems within that yeah. that I'm like, this is just too much. Did you ever find yourself like fighting, you know, you're fighting Diddy Kong in pink mm -hmm. using Dixie-like moves. Do you ever find yourself going, this kind of makes me just wish I were fighting Dixie Kong? <sighs> Definitely. Okay. But having said that, I understand the, the there there's, limits, there's yeah. over a thousand spirits in this yeah. game. Like yeah. that's impossible to yeah. be able oh, to, to get the characters. No, I just and wondered I, about that. I actually that kind approach. of enjoy their, the creative ways that they, they represent different characters. Yeah. Um, it, for example, like Goombas um, and the fight against the Goomba spirit, like it'll be a bunch of Donkey Kongs, but they're mini. Oh, that's so cute. it's like you're facing off against like eight and they're they're Goomba sized. Is there a dry bone spirit? I'm sure. I haven't seen it they're yet. They're fucking better but be. I'm sure they're Reggie, is. they're fucking better be. But I, I like I like the creativity in a lot of the, the spirit matches, and I do like how much it allows video game history to be represented. Yeah. It's not just Nintendo, and even when it is Nintendo, it's some real nerdy ass deep cuts on yeah. stuff. And I think that's super cool. But the problem I have with that is I don't feel like this game is going to be a good education for people that don't know what these things are. Mm -hmm. For so many people, it's going to be like, well, there's a JPEG named whatever the fuck. I don't know who they are or what game they're from. To find out, like, the, the most information they give you is their name and what game they're from. But that's menus in. Ah, okay. That when you're doing the spirit battle, it totally should it's say what it's you. from. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't. And I'm like... That's something that I loved so much about Melee where, with the trophies is like I, I felt like I learned so much about yeah. Nintendo history because of that. Whereas this just has it. And it's kind of like it, it's one of those things where I'm puzzled by a lot of shit. Yeah. Like I think even you'd be like, I don't even of know. Of course what that I would. Is. Uh, uh, Nintendo history is vast, broad, and huge. And it's and not just so much Nintendo. I don't know. Yeah. And it's, then, we're talking like obscure Yeah, weird stuff. Like Castlevania characters yeah. and obscure like the Metal Gear things. Yeah. Like, there's there's a lot going on there. Lovely. Tell me Sonya so, Belmont's in there it, just to annoy you guys. I'm pretty sure I so many motherfuckers are in this thing. It's, it's insane. Um, so I love all that stuff. But the problem for me is like, as cool as all that is, there's another level where it's like you level up these spirits and like you can take them to gyms. You can take them to dojos to teach them different moves. You can go exploring with Captain Toad and stuff. Yeah. And a lot of it feels half-baked. Like uh -huh. a lot of it feels like I get what you're going for here and it should be absolutely amazing. It's not. It's yeah. really tedious. There's way too many menus involved. And I feel like it could have been simplified a lot. Now, having said that, I'm having a great time with Light. There's a lot of good going on there. The boss fights are super cool, super fun, exciting. That's great. Then there's spirit mode. Spirit mode is separate from World Light, still using the same spirits, um, but it's kind of like every five minutes a board changes that has like 10 different matchups that you can choose from. And like there's countdown timers. Once they go away, you can't get them anymore. Great 
for looping people to want to keep playing and want to keep coming yeah. back and all that. That's cool. But it's the same spirit battles you face in Worlds of Light ah. for the most part. I mean, there's also ones exclusive to the board or whatever. Yeah. But playing through that, it's still the same cool, fun matches. But then there's a stupid ass twist they add where after you, even when you beat the character, there's like this like circle thing that goes. You get a gun and you need to shoot through the circle and it's not fun. And it's tedious as fuck. And I'm like, this, these are the type of decisions that I'm like, why would you ruin such a good game with this? Mm-hmm. Like, it slows it down. And there's not going to be a single person out there that's like, that's my favorite part of the game. Gotcha. Yeah. You know? And it's like, it's really kind of a bummer to me because I'm like, I want 100% this game. There's a lot of things that, are, that might hold me back from that. Mm-hmm. Um, it but, sounds a lot uh, a lot like casino game culture stuff in Japan that's made its way in, honestly. Yep. Yeah, it is. It totally is that. And that's a, that's part of life there i mean so it may just be one of those cases where we're looking at a cultural piece of decision making that doesn't make as much sense to us as it does to the folks that develop the game and another part of their audience yeah so long story short smash ultimate is fucking fantastic yeah. i love it so much i can't I wait can't to wait. like really start playing it with everybody yeah, uh, yeah. and like learning the new the, characters more again it, i guess this only benefits the friday people but remember after the kind of funny game showcase we are doing uh the kind of funny games showcase after party where we're just playing smash on twitch nice and that is going to be such a relief i think for everybody to actually be able to play and focus yeah. and have fun again yeah and i I can't wait to get back to World of Light. Like, I can't wait to, to keep playing and, and do it. There's a couple. Like, I was doing a, a match against the boss from uh, Metal Gear Solid 3. Oh, nice. And uh, she's fucking killing me, man. Yeah. So hard. And I'm like, I love it. Like, there's, like, moments that I'm like, this is brilliant. And then it's like, then you see some of the other stuff, and you're like, ah, why is this here? Um, but, man, what a damn package. The amount of content in this game is absolutely staggering. And, like I said, I do think it is the best single-player content in a Smash. God damn it. Can't wait. Wow. So Beautiful. Very, very great stuff. Well done, Nintendo. Yeah. Well done, Nintendo. So next up, I want to talk about Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Continuing <gasps> the conversation. Indeed. Jared, you last week you started playing the game. I started very early on, but now I have collected my first badge, and I'm making my way up the highways. Apparently, there, there are routes there are, there, are, there are many routes. Lots of map navigation yeah, in this. A lot of difference to oh, yeah. signposts to go this way, go that way. First yeah, off, yeah, yeah. you were so right. You said last week everybody in the world of Pokemon is really into Pokemon. Man, really you are not kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Pokemon-based like, economy. It, it is, is a Pokemon-based economy. I, I am now leaning full into something. I hinted that last week that, the that in fact, in this world, the Pokemon are in charge and the humans mm-hmm. are... The servants. I'm the into hu- it. The humans are Hot. under the dominion of the Pokemon. They just don't know it. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're being played. I think that's what's happening. So, Jared, I want to quiz you real quick because I want to see how much you're actually oh. enjoying this game. Okay. What was the name of the gym leader that you beat? Uh, he was the rock gym leader guy. But what's his name? I don't know. You're rock st- gym leader guy? <sighs> Geodude's uh, friend. Brock. His name was Brock. Brock is what we were looking okay, for. Okay, Brock. See, okay. That was a test. I just Barack wanted to Obama? see. No, no. There was. There's many memes about that. But okay. uh, that was a test to see how like invested you in on. Okay, I you named you, you got every character Pokemon that I can, and mm-hmm. every Pokemon Pokemon that I can. So yeah, I get a little confused about that. I'm having fun. It's mm-hmm. a fun game. Mm-hmm. Let him play his games the way he wants to play him, yeah, Tim. Play him, no, I, I like it. I got, I got the badge. I kept on going. I'm like, I'm wandering around here, finding stuff, I'm fighting these monsters. I'm, now, I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Okay, because it has been a while since I played. I think Sun Moon's the last one I like dabbled in mm-hmm. a little bit, and Black White before that. Um, when I encounter these wild Pokemon in a non-Pokemon Go-esque game, Mm-hmm. Am I still throwing balls at them, or am I? I'm fighting them, right? Normally, yeah, well, you fight them and then throw the balls. Fight so and then throw the, the balls. So there's fewer fights in this one. The yes, there are fewer fights because you only fight 
trainers right. in this game. Yeah, in and that's the, not what I remember from the other. In one. the other games, is when you find those random encounters, yeah. and they'll they'll pop up, and you can either just fight them to their death, beat them to death, uh, which okay. then, then you get experience for that, or you fight them till they have slivers of life, and then you can throw the Pokeball. Yeah. You don't actually throw it though; it's just like an item you use. So you talked about Pokemon being a world of wonder, being the best about the comics. Totally see it. I do. I definitely think there's something very strong about having a childhood attachment to this game mm-hmm. that will be harder for me to capture because it is about being a small person in a big optimistic world finding your way. Yeah. In a lot of ways, it seems to me to be a game about growing up, about achieving ambitions. And it's about being the very best. It's and there's something really neat about that and about how I love how optimistic it is. I really do like that part of it a lot. Yeah. I am genuinely a little disturbed that it's about making animals kill one another. They um, faint. So nobody yeah. dies. They faint and fly back. The, that animal is in distress. And that's the thing is like over the years with Pokemon, they've like changed the wording like slightly every time. So it's like I remember before it was a little bit more aggressive would be like. They blacked out. Their <laughs> like, skulls been caved in by <laughs> thunder. Battle, it's battle bots with living flesh. I mean, yeah. it's these are they, these are gladiators fighting under your dominion. But um, taking all that silly criticism of it's a freaking video game and nobody's actually getting hurt aside, I do think that there's something really neat about the optimism. It, it does remind me a lot of Dragon Quest mm. um, and Dragon Quest the series. I really enjoy. Um, I'm not as captivated by this because the story hooks are different than what I'm used to getting in Dragon Quest? Yeah, and I think that's a a big problem with Gen 1 of Pokemon specifically is that it takes a little too long. I mean, obviously, it's the first game, right? So it's like they didn't understand the pacing yet. It takes too long for, like, actual story elements to be introduced that aren't just the main quest. Yeah. And, like, you get kind of caught up in this, like, okay, route to route to route um, without anything happening that's out of the ordinary Mm -hmm. for, I think, a little bit too long. Mm -hmm. Like, you're... Almost, well, almost, I guess you're not. You're, there's a, still a couple hours before you get to some point that you're like, all right, cool. There's, I see what's going on here. And there's more than just the, the gym yeah, battle. And I'm not, I, I don't want to be uh, overly critical of it. I'm enjoying it. I'm going to keep playing it. Definitely. Um, I've, I I've tweeted this uh, last week, but I still think it's so fucked up that Nurse Joy at the hospital, at the Poker Center, mm-hmm. when you go there. Hope to and, see you again. And, and they're, yeah, they're like, she's like, we've nursed your Pokemon back to perfect health. And it does the do 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 do. It's like we hope to see you again. It's like why would you do that? Yeah, like, like welcome back to the hospital. Don't, like don't say like hey you're leaving the hospital. Hope but they to see know you again. this world. They are a Pokemon based economy. <laughs> and they know that you're fighting strangers, old men in the woods, and they yeah, know that you got to come back regardless. Yeah, also, basically you're just feeding them, right? Yeah, just that's what the, the nurse is doing. No. Nurse the Magdalene. Did you not see them. the episode with Charmander? Of course not. Let me tell you what happened in this fucking episode, Greg. It's one of the most fucked up things of all time. Sure, the cartoon got. Real, real emotional. Sure. They meet this fucking mean. I think his name was like Devin or something. Yeah, Devin in the Sawa. Force. This guy, this guy Devin with a Charmander. Yeah, Devin Saw was there. Okay, beating the shit out of his Charmander and just like abusing him, not healing him, fighting with him, yelling at him for not doing good enough. So this like mean idle hands, this, Devin this, Sawa. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And this Charmander is just so sad. He's like, I just want you to like me. I just want you to be my friend. Sounds like and me then, and You know, Charmander has a little fire on his tail. Right? I do know that he part. Gets, he gets caught out in the rain. Damien, his name's Damien. His trainer was Dude, fucking oh, that's, Damien. That's, you know okay. he's going to be a bad guy yeah. his name's Damien. Damien, like, Charmander loses a fight, so he leaves the Charmander on this little log, and he's just like, ah, I'll be back for you later. And he leaves, and he doesn't come back. And this Charmander sits there for days Does without eating. Him? He's like, just waiting for his fucking trainer to come. It starts raining, and his little tail's about to go out. Ash finds him, and is like, oh my god, and has to rush him to the hospital as his tail is like flickering out. Oh, like and then this. it's this super intense scene that reminds me of the 1984... 
Transformers movie where Optimus Prime dies. Yeah. But Charmander, Charmander dies. He doesn't die. He gets oh. nursed back and then Ash gets him and then he evolves and does Does his Ash chest open thing. and he gives the Matrix of Leadership to Ultra Magnus instead it, of the rightful heir to the Matrix of Leadership, Rodus <laughs> Prime? Prime? No. Oh. That all doesn't happen. But okay. Anyway, it was real sad with Charmander. No, I, I can sense. see that getting real. That's kind of like Damien, the Shibuya dude. dog, right? Like the, the dog that, that lived outside the train station all those years waiting oh, yeah, for his yeah, master yeah, yeah. to come back and never did. Yeah, that's, that's why there's a statue of him. Yeah. Some fucked up shit, man. Okay, Pokemon fun. That's Jared's review of the first few hours of Pokemon. On. Yeah, this is fun. I, I'm and I do like that there's no random battles because the random battles, while I enjoy them in some games, in Pokemon never really did it for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm having fun with this. I like that I'm just like, hey, walk up and hit some guy. You still playing at all? Uh no, I mean it's a that'd be a plain game for me, and right now it's just yeah, holding yeah. planet till smash. I feel you know you. what I mean? You know, I, yeah. I, I put what, ten hours in, nine hours into it. Like I get it. Again, like I think it's a I see it. It's it's exactly what happens with me with every Pokemon game. Cool, I get it. Didn't get out of the first map or whatever. Still in that re- Kento region. Kanto? DJ Kanto. Wherever I where I start the game. Kanto. In this game, you stay in Kanto. Oh, okay. Kanto, right. I thought yeah. I got to a new map or something. We got new gyms or something. Mm-mm. Okay, That's yeah. So I did old. three badges in nine hours, and I mean, I'm not. I don't feel drawn to go back to it, but I wouldn't be uh, adverse to going back to it if it came up. But I probably should just keep them moving on. <laughs> yeah, I think the the, the problem is, Tim. Yeah, this is going to be the issue for me uh, with it with this wonderful game. Is that? Oh, what, 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 did I do a bad thing? No, nah, no, nah, I'm joking. Oh, did I? Did Fucking I keep you? the show going. You're stopping the show. Oh, no, That's what a bad I do. Thing. What did I do? You're I stopping had the show. show. Keep talking. No, tell do I'm terrified. What did you want to tell him, Petty? I don't remember anymore. Um, as much as I enjoyed Pokemon, I got hooked on Monster Boy. Yeah, tell me about Monster, Ooh, what's Boy? Monster Boy. Okay, so Monster Boy, I did not expect to be as bowled over by as I was. Uh, you remember earlier this year, or I guess last year, there was a near launch title for the Nintendo Switch uh, that was a remake of the Sega Master System Monster World game. The Wonder no. Boy 3? No, I don't remember this? Never played no, this? Okay. No. So the Wonder Boy, you know, you familiar with the Wonder Boy series? I, I'm Wonder familiar with it coming Boy. out last year. If you yeah. Like it, okay, it goes all the way back, all the way back to like mid-80s Japan. The series has been continually coming out, all different platforms, even different names. You ever play Adventure Island? Like with the skateboard guy on the NES? No. No? Okay, Adventure Island, that was a Wonder Boy game, sort of. Uh, the Wonder, the Monster World games, they're all connected to each other in this tumbleweed of incest sure gross but we got this incredible wonderful remake of the sega master system game last year on the switch it was great beautiful beautiful like hand-drawn animation style but you could also on the fly dynamically switch it back to master system graphics then go back it was so successful that it inspired the creation of an original new monster world type game and I am still fairly early in it, but wow, it's good. It feels like a way forward game. Oh, not, wow, okay. Yeah, it, it, it feels like like one of those like great 2D platformers. Shantae. Yeah, like, exactly. A yeah. lot like Shantae. I like it more than Shantae, frankly. Oh, wow. Um, Shantae's a good game. Yeah, Shantae is a good game, but it's gorgeous, bright colors, beautiful animation. You have more powers than you seem like you do at the beginning, and they're constantly adding to your arsenal. You're quickly <laughs> customizing. Semi-linear. Like lots of exploring in limited areas, and then gradually it opens up more and more and more toward that Metroid event, but it eases you into it, but it never feels too easy. It's the kind of game that a kid could play that's very generous with checkpoints. So a kid could play, and they probably die a lot, but they mm-hmm. get along. But a grown up can play and find enough challenge and engagement to really get it. It's a meaty game at this point. Beautiful enemies. Um, it reminds me, did you ever play Monster Tale on DS? No. Uh, that, that, that so many really monsters. Yeah, Monster Tales is this really cool like late DS platformer that that I absolutely loved. And I I am 
bowled over by this game. It's so good. I can't put it down. Well, is it um, just a downloadable title, or is it's? It? Uh, I don't know if there's a retail version of it. Oh, is, I is, it is it full price retail? Uh, it's a forty dollar game, which people are saying, "Hey, wait a minute, this is a retail two D side scrolling platformer." I'm used to paying fifteen dollars for these. Uh, I think that they're probably pretty well aware economically that they're only going to sell a certain number of them. In my opinion, and again, it's early. I, I can't give a full review. What I've played so far absolutely justifies the cost in terms of how much oh, wow. fun I'm having wow. and in terms of how really gorgeous a game it is. Nice. Um, there's a lot there, a lot going on. I really like it. Plus, it just lots of little creative things. Like, usually in games you fall in water and that's terrible and you're going to die and all that. And this game you fall in water and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm okay. I got a way to start back over. But then you're like, oh, wait, I can put heavy boots on and fall through the hazard. And, whoa, there's a whole other world down there with other stuff going on. I didn't know that. And then, so is it more 2D platformer or is it more like Metroidvania? A little of both. Huh. It's somewhere right smack in between. Uh, it's And it's really neat that way. It feels feels. Both feels very much like both. Hmm. Maybe kind of in the way the messenger did uh, closely, uh, especially in the earlier parts. I I adore it. Wow. Hmm. Uh, I highly recommend it to, to both of you. It's a, it's a really good game. How's the uh, soundtrack? Uh, I like the music a lot. And it, again, it's very bright and pingy and sprightly. And it's just like, hey, we're going off to have an adventure. And it feels adventure. And that's how Monster World, the best Monster World game is Monster World 4. Uh, and this one reminds me a lot of that. The other best one, Dynastic Hero, this one reminds me, again, a lot of that. Have you played uh, all of these games? I play most of them. Um, they've been, re they're kind of beloved in Japan. Like there's a cult following. And so they've been re-released in, in compilation packs. M2 did this great emulated pack of them that was released in Japan, for example. But they, they were on the Master System, the SG-1000, the, the NES has branches of them and uh, there's and then there's like branches of the branches there's this game about a monkey prince that's also based on wonder boy that's also based on adventure island that's and then there are adventure island games that aren't wonder boy games and there are wonder boy games that aren't monster world games and there are monster world games that aren't it and it's really incestuous the monster world cinematic universe uh, you gotta love it you you brought up a game earlier adventure adventure island adventure island yeah so there's this game that I played on Game Boy Color, I want to say. I okay. want to say it was exclusive to Game Boy Color. Right. I could be wrong about that. Um, that I think was called Survivor Kids. Oh, Survivor Kids. Yeah, Survival Kids. That's Konami. What What's the deal with that game? Because I remember being interested because it looked like Pokemon at a time that I was obsessed with. It's the so Pokemon cool. Games. Survival Kids is great. Um, okay, so Survival Kids is about two kids that get washed up on a desert island and have to live. And it's a kind of a puzzle adventure exploratory game where like you use the limited resources around you to survive. It's it's like really simple strategy and kind of almost that Minecrafty survival level going mm -hmm. on, but also exploring and finding out the secrets of the island. And, and that's what it's about. It's a great yeah, game. I remember, I remember playing it and uh, I never beat it. It hit a point where I was just like, I'm a little too lost and like, uh -huh. it wasn't straightforward enough for yeah. me. I was a dumbass kid. Um, but it was around the same time, like I, I Fell in love with Pokemon in like 98 and yeah. got my first taste of like RPGs and all that. And then um, it was right around the time I got that. And then there was Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons. Oh, I love those and games. like those games were amazing. And I feel like those were just brilliant uh, examples of how a, a game should progress in terms of pacing and in terms of teaching you new abilities and stuff and having the world kind of open up yep. in front of you. Whereas playing Survivor Kids or Survival Kids, Survival Kids, whatever yeah. it was, was the total opposite. Where I'm like, they don't give a fuck. Like they're yeah. just dropping you here, not really explaining things, not explaining how items work together. It felt 
like a top-down Zelda game, but mixed with elements that I don't like of traditional adventure games. One of the reasons I like Minute is that Minute is Minute is a lot like Survival Kids with all the crap taken out. Mm. Like uh, that's why I keep harping on. Was Minute. Survival Kids good? I think so. Yeah, actually, I really enjoy it. But it is obtuse in places. Now you mentioned the Zelda games. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you know Capcom made those? Yeah, is yeah, that flagship? Weird? Those and Minish Cap, both. Did you know that Zelda games? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages and Minish Cap were all flagship. That's all Capcom. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And originally, it was, was there, there going to be was three there, of them? Was there a logo on the box and stuff? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Capcom straight up was involved. It was published by that, Nintendo. That's the weirdest thing about Nintendo when you like look back at that time specifically. I'd say like somewhere around from Game Boy Color all the way through GameCube. Their partnerships with with random ass people, I guess, it continues to this day. But Intelligent systems, yeah. Uh, you think they're, they're effectively a second party. You look at Team Ninja; they partnered with on one, you know. They, but like they, Star they, Fox Assault, yeah, on GameCube was Namco, right? And then, um, well, Star Fox originally F-Zero. they farmed out to what was that group? The guy uh, D- D- Dylan Cuthbert. Um, that know. was uh, the guy that did X yeah, for yeah, the Game yeah, Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, did that, and um, then. Um, F-Zero GX on GameCube was Sega. Well, Nintendo was not that big a company. Today, Nintendo was not that big in terms of manpower, a mm. company. There are not that many people, relatively speaking, that work at Nintendo. It's crazy to even look at Smash Bros. I remember when they first announced that Smash 4 on the Wii U and 3DS Namco. was going to be with Ben and Namco, and I was worried about that. I was mm-hmm. just like, dude, I trust Nintendo. I do not trust you guys, even though you have Soul Calibur, you have yeah, Tekken, yeah. like you've proven yourselves, but like this Smash is different, you yeah. know? And I was also worried they were going to like shoehorn in a bunch of bullshit into into the game, and they didn't, mm-hmm. you know? And it was, it was Well, Nintendo pure... still pays a close attention, obviously. Yeah, They're yeah, still on top of everything. Same thing with the uh, Zelda... Uh, I'm way too tired, guys. That's Destiny okay. Dynasty Warriors. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, obviously yeah. they're going to pay Correct. super Techno, close right. attention to that and yeah. you know, be in there to make sure yeah. it feels it's like cool a Zelda shit, game. Man. Yeah, I mentioned Team Ninja earlier, and, and Metroid wasn't good, but my impression of Other M was that that was firmly, that was Nintendo's decision that made it not yeah. good, is my yeah, understanding yeah. about that I mean, game. Oh, my God. Metroid Other M, dude, E3, I don't remember what year that was, but... Like 2009. That was the same was year as the Vitality Sensor. And uh, it was the same year as the Vitality Sensor, but it was also the same year as Mario Galaxy 2. Yeah. There was a lot of bad news in that conference. There was yeah. a lot of amazing announcements and news. I'll never forget seeing Galaxy 2 and being like, they're fucking what? doing it. Like, we've had to wait six years for Mario games, and now they're just giving us a sequel. And you see Yoshi. You see Yoshi. And you're like, and you're like Yoshi in 3D proper, not the fucking weird sunshine version. Uh, but the thing that blew my mind was Metroid Other M. At that point, we didn't know it was going to be bad. At right. that point, it was Remember the best me? thing ever. Yes. Because like, I know that's a meme and it's dumb now, but like watching that trailer, when it fucking starts off and it was clear it was Metroid, and then it says Team Ninja, yeah. I was just like, and this is fresh off of like Ninja Gaiden and all that, I, as a fucking Nintendo fanboy... That was like ride or die for the like even at the Wii, just hoping we were gonna get some hardcore titles. I was like losing my mind, and then I played it at E three the next year. And I was if, like, they I cut, the, if they could have cut, if they could have cut the dialogue <laughs> and the and the cutscenes out of that game, the action sections of that game were great. The action sections are great. The controller was not great. The story was horrible, and the character yeah. development was backwards. Yeah, I, I liked. I was fine with the controller and the switch off missile thing. That that was good with that actually. I kind of liked that. Yeah, now I'm, you not think? Big, I'm not a big Wiimote guy. I get that. Yeah, Wiimote with nunchuck, I'm down with. But not Wiimote Just by a Wiimote. itself. Nah, it never felt comfortable to hold sideways. Oh, like it felt like it was a holding a remote control. Oh, I, even with like NES games and stuff, I actually yeah. was very comfortable with it. I, I really yeah. liked it. I, I, what I about mean, you, Greg? With the triggers and stuff? Then like, uh, I mean, the Wiimote, I was fine with it, but I mean, like how much were we using the Wiimote? 
You know what I mean? I was playing it for here or there kind of stuff when the exclusives dropped that I needed. I hated Mario Sun or uh, Mario Galaxy with it. I always wanted a real controller with that, so which I know I the whole shake thing. Mario but Mario Galaxy, Gal- I just didn't like doing. That. I don't. Yeah. Know. I, I was never. I, I liked the idea of it. I remember being so excited at the announcement of the Wii. It's something brand new. It's so crazy. What is it going to be? And then here and there using it, it was fine. But I don't know. Like I, it never. I, I don't. I don't feel like I have strong opinions about it. I, so that's that's an interesting one for me. I didn't work. I was a freelancer at that point. And yeah. we, we'd never met at, at during the the apex of the Wii's lifetime. But I think I'm one of the few people in this part of the industry that love the Wii, like yeah. to this day. I, I I would rather play Wii than play a PlayStation Three or an Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty huh? from that generation. I th- yeah. I like the library of games better. I like the controls better. I I prefer it. It <laughs> it is after a PC and the DS Lite. My my favorite. Wow. Way to play video games. Yeah. That's that is so crazy. Well, I mean, I guess because the the virtual console on Wii was spectacular at the yeah. end of the day. The the virtual console was, and there was a library of of about it, it, people talk about the library saying you can put about fifty really solid games together on wow. the Wii if you if you boom just blocks. look at every boom, boom blocks. blocks is great. So fucking fun. Yeah. I'll never forget though, Jared. One of my first Jared Petty stories ever uh, <laughs> totally fits into this. Where we were doing a project at IGN, I think it was like top 100 Nintendo games of all time or something like that. Mm-hmm. And we, like, I was in charge of producing it, so I had to work with everybody to do gameplay capture and then do a, a interview with everybody about yeah uh, whatever the game is. Their favorite game. It was the top 125, their, their, their I think. Right? 125 years, 125 games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, me and you did a, a video for New Super Mario Bros. Uh, not you. Yeah, New Super, Super Mario, Mario Bros. Wii. Wii. Yeah. And you were saying that it, it at that point, was your favorite Mario game, and I was like, "You're a fucking moron." No, I think so. Like, <laughs> I was so mad at you. Yeah. Like that video exists somewhere, like on, on IGN, not somewhere. It's out there someplace. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like we're talking about, it and you're explaining why you liked it. And it, it totally made sense because it was like a perspective that I just never had. Because you really liked the co-op stuff. I you did. really liked, you know, getting into that, and that was the game that introduced that uh, side of, mm-hmm. of Mario, which is super fun, super great. It's not what I ever cared about as the actual like. What am I thinking of this game being? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I three-starred every level of that game through all nine worlds co-op. Damn. Uh, and that is an experience. Yeah. Uh, it is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, I think we, we U may be a better game. Um, it is. And, <laughs> Definitively. <laughs> uh, but but that one is is my favorite. I think Mario 3, when you're talking about greatness, is, mm-hmm. is obviously the most influential of all of them. But I think that that's my favorite. What's yours? I'm curious. My favorite Mario, it, it's for my whole life, it's been Mario World. Yeah. But as I get game. older and I, I, I replay them over and over and over, I really think three might take it. Yeah. And it's like one day I want to do a definitive breakdown where no, I want to no, like Mario do a Rankings. real in-depth thing of looking at three in world and interviewing a bunch of people. Get to the bottom of this. <laughs> what is the better game? Sidebar on that. How is there still not a sun level on Smash Brothers? The Mario 3 That's Sun. interesting. Yeah. How has that not happened? I've heard yeah. that so many times and I, I, I cannot figure out why that has not occurred. God, the sun's so probably going to kill you. Also, we need to write an injustice here, Tim. You were yeah. the producer on that project. Uh, at that time, I pushed very hard for Joy Mac Fight, uh, the Nintendo fighting classic for yeah. the Famicom, to be somewhere on that list. Low, I understand. Of 125 games. Of 125 games, because I looked at some of the things we put on there toward the tail end of that list, and Joy Mac Fight's better than those games. Yeah. To be clear, producer was, at IGN did not mean I had anything you, to do you with you the You did not list. choose that. <laughs> But a grave injustice was done, and I was told by a very kind gentleman who disagreed with me and was in charge of the project that 
It could be number 126 in my heart. Damn. Ouch. Oh, get fucked, Jeremy. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> All I got to say is Joy Mech Fight. Freaking great fighting game. 36 playable fighters, 28 unique movesets, a good two controller button fighter on the NES of all things. Who knew it could happen? Yeah. But it can. Great game. It's favorite Mario. Oh, Super Mario World. Yeah. Hands That's down. A good choice. Yeah. So damn good. Fantastic. Yeah. It's hard to argue with. Bought an Mario SNES World. for it. No shoe. Liz played the only game I ever played on it, Super Mario World. That was it? <laughs> yep. Played that. It, back every night I'd come home and play that and listen to Pinkerton backwards and forwards and front up to the side down, just left and right. Uh, I what, can't hear why was that it though? I can't hear uh one or I can't hear Pinkerton and not think of Mario and I can't play Mario and not think of Pinkerton. Fascinating. Mario World. Why was that the one? Mm -hmm. It was already past Sorry, why why was it the only game you played on Super Nintendo? Because it was already past that point, I think, where I think we were already through because I was going to my friend Matt's house one summer. We'd go fishing every day, and then we'd come back to his house, and he had an SNES in the basement, and he had Mario World, and I would just play. I don't think I was playing it contemporary. I think we were already on to the next generation. Okay. Like, I already mm -hmm. had the next generation of consoles. I probably already had my fucking Sega Saturn or whatever. And it was the idea that he just had this thing in his basement that he didn't give a shit about. You know what I mean? And I would just fuck around with it. to the point. And then when school started up again, I was like... I gotta keep. I mean, I already beaten at Matt's house. I'm like, I gotta keep playing this game. I want to find yeah. every secret. I want to get every weird green block or whatever. So I went to Funko Land, traded in a bunch of stuff, got an SNES, and Mario came back, and that's all I ever played on it. I I often talk about this because it was already it was already the one that was like yellowed. It had already yellowed oh, that SNES. Okay. That's oh, like wow. it was old. Wow. You know what I mean? it yeah. was old. Yeah, I, I I've told this story before, but I'll try to add some new twists to it. But it I I often think about how lucky I am to have grown up with video games at the time that I did. Sure, because I when I was you know four or five six even like going to Kevin's house like I'd get glimpses of video games here and there, but we yeah. didn't have our own console at home. Yeah, but it'd be like my cousin's house and like that's where I first saw Mario three or like. Kevin's cousin's house. I'm like, oh, this is what Sonic the Hedgehog is. It's like you just get these like kind of little glimpses of what's out there. But the first game that I own, my mom got me a Super Nintendo that came with Mario All Stars Plus World Card, oh, wow. which yeah. is the greatest game of all time. The greatest cartridge, the greatest ever cartridge of all yeah. time. Yeah. But it's like my introduction to Mario in a real way of where at any moment I could sit down and play, not just oh I'm at my friend's house, like glimpses here and there, was Mario All Stars Plus World, which essentially meant that at one moment. Mario 1, Mario 2, Mario Japan, Mario 3, Mario World were all equally the same thing to me. Where yeah. I was just like hopping back and forth between all of them. Like wow. if you growing up, if you asked me, like, what's the Mario theme song? I wouldn't be able to give you one yeah. answer because it's like all of them were so equal bing, bong, in, in my mind. Bong, yeah, like that bong, was bong, just bong, as valid bong, as the did it did it. That makes so perfect like, sense. And like it wasn't until years later that I look back at that, I'm just like, holy shit. Like That's a good to introduction. Be able to jump through those games yeah. back and forth. No wonder games, you're like, here right now. I know. That would do that to you. Exactly. And it was oh, such such fucking magic. Yeah, I That's remember going to my friend Travis's house growing up for the first time, and I'd already had the master system and played a ton and walked in and they were playing Mario and I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Oh really? <laughs> like what the hell is this guy? What, wait, you run around this guy? Run around throwing fireballs. I'm like this sucks. Let's play Ghost House. After Ghost House, yeah. that was your reaction yeah. to Mario? Well, you know how kids are. You got to immediately get in fights about everything. Yeah, that's. I think it was Jeremy Parrish said his neighbor who had Master System was always trying to tell him how it was more better. Uh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you had a you had a Saturn. I didn't know you had a Saturn. Yeah, that's the one that broke me. Oh, okay. We got I, the story goes that I put on my Christmas list. I wanted an N64. And my mom looked at it and was like, you always want a Sega kid. Are you sure you don't want that new Sega system? I was like, you know what, mom? Yeah, let's be loyal. And that was it. Put me back on the track. And we got that Saturn. They're like, dude. 
to be fair, Sega Saturn, and again, I was a dumbass kid, and especially during sure. this time, like when Saturn came out, I, I think I was six, maybe seven. When when Saturn came out, was Saturn 95? came out in ninety five, late night or mid. So I was five or six. And I remember at Toys R Us seeing it and like everything about it, the logo and just like how cool. it looked. It's like, this is cool. It was super it's cool. Like what you they're think showing of Sonic, you, they're showing like, you Knights. Cool. They're showing you yeah. Knights. And I fucking right. loved Knights. The, the, I've only played the demo of Knights time and time and time again when I'd go to Toys R Us. And for years I wanted to play it. And Saturn was the one system that couldn't be emulated. Right. It's so hard to emulate Saturn. For some I mean, reason. People have made progress and on now it. They now they can. But, but like yeah. 10 years ago when oh, I first no, got a computer and like learned I can go back and just like download shit. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't get Knights. And uh-huh. I was so mad. I'm like, it was that... In my head, it was the perfect game. Oh, sure. You know? And then eventually, uh, they released the sequel on Wii. Which and, is bad. And I, I played it, and I'm like, oh, no. Well, you know that the, the Knights is on uh, on Xbox Arcade, yep. like, and it's a very good version yeah. of it. Yeah, and uh, then, the, then later, I, I went yeah, back and played it. it. The game wasn't what I thought. You uh, so, know what I mean? so Saturn had a great library. It, Saturn succeeded despite itself. Like, it, it, it was an importer's paradise. Um, and, and a lot of the best games, unfortunately, only came out in Japan. But still here in the States, we got some really solid stuff on the Saturn. It was just terribly mismarketed. Uh, it's too bad. It had a lot of great games. Yeah, had, it eventually dried up, and that yeah, was the problem. Right? Yeah, they just, they they just didn't get the support. Because it did well in Japan. It just did terrible yeah. here, and they couldn't survive on that one market, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's crazy. Yeah. Going back to it real quick, though. Zelda Oracle of Seasons and Ages. <sighs> like, those to me seem like Greg Miller-ass games. Yeah. Like they're just like elements Which is the, uh, So these would stick with me. These were DS games. Nope. No. no. Game Boy games. Game Boy games. Uh, um, game Boy color games. Uh, they would work in black and white, I okay. believe, and they also had color. Added, I yeah, think, if yeah. I remember right, they'd work in both. So the idea with it was there was uh, fucking wow. What's the first one? Uh, or Link's Awakening. Seasons, Link's or, Awakening right. on on Game Boy, right? Yeah. yeah. So this is in the style of that game, uh-huh. but. Capcom helped make it, and it was it was kind of like Pokemon Red and Blue, where there's two versions of the same game. I I, but, vaguely, I remember uh, comic book ads. Yeah, they look really cool. Yeah, one was red, one was blue. Mm-hmm. Entirely different games, though. Um, Oracle of Seasons was way more action focused, and Oracle of Ages was way more uh, puzzle and dungeon focused. Mm-hmm. And you'd have to play through both of them, which would unlock more content at the end. Gotcha. Uh, originally, there was going to be a third game, and it was going to be like the Triforce. Nice. So it was Game Boy Color. Uh, okay, was, cool. I, I was trying to remember if that one played in color or not, but I was getting it mixed up with Link's Awakening. Uh, but there's fantastic fucking games. Like Those are games I would love to see on the Switch. Uh, those are games that would be fantastic on the Switch, and I think if they ever decide to expand their library of of like whatever they're going to stream, that the Game Boy Color would be almost perfect for the Switch, so I figure they'll probably go there with it. Yeah. I think yeah. we'll see What makes it a Greg Miller-esque game? I... Go ahead. I, I just think that like knowing your sensibilities when it comes to those type of games, yeah. when it comes to like the action adventure, especially when you're talking retro style things. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Oracle of Seasons and Ages, especially because they both have their the, the action side or the puzzle side, like being able to choose which one you want to do first, yeah, I think is is a really gotcha. Really it just seems like up your alley. Sure, and, cool. and it's like when it comes to Zelda of like what I know of what you like about Zelda and don't like about Zelda, yeah. this just seems like it's a it's a simple, small enough title that uh like if it were to come out, like I think that you'd enjoy playing through. It's it. also the closest Zelda to the original Zelda since, like, other than Breath of the Wild. So okay. Oracle of Seasons in particular really feels like a like like a a really parsed and well refined version of the original Legend of Zelda. If it's, I it's, loved Link Between Worlds, would I love this? Yes, okay. yes, yes. yes. Uh, honestly, I, I feel like they're in the similar veins. Gotcha. Where it's like Link Between Worlds is a bit more open of like choose your path. Sure, yeah. Which shit. dungeon Actually, you want to start on? Seasons you. is pretty open. Yeah, it's a big um, world. But and then there's the cool thing that God, if you beat them it. both, then ba ba ba, there's a secret third that you can only access by so beating nice. them both, and the final dungeon can only be accessed by beating both games. Gotcha, which is really cool. 
Enough of this old shit. Old uh, game's old? Greg. Yeah. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, the DLC. That's right. Oh. I got into it last night. Got out of it last night. Beat it. Uh, in, oh, okay. I, I mean, I put in, gotcha. I think I took the game clock from <laughs> 83 hours, 84 hours to 88, 89. I think they, 89 is where They had that robot owl from Clash of the Titans. No, we haven't seen him yet, but I'm holding out <sighs> hope or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Legacy of the Blade, I think is the official title. Is that right? You got a computer. Check it for me. I'm pretty sure it's Legacy of the Blade. Episode one for this one. Um, yeah. Uh, it's more Assassin's Creed, which is all I want. Okay. All I want to do is do more in that world. It is not a new map. It is the same map. They've added more stuff to it. It is as a uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey nut. It is super fun to jump in and have all these new orange exclamations on there and see all the because that's you know that's it's new usually quest, yellow, new interesting quests like good story course, quests like you've course. enjoyed well that's the whole thing right is that uh, Darius is there yeah. he's the, you know got the assassin's blade this is the first time we've seen this assassin's blade because you know Cassandra doesn't have one or Alexios depending on who you play as so that's popping up she, with him he's he was a bodyguard of the king of uh, Persia uh, some things went down there he's been on the run for years his son's there with him they're on the run they're tra- they're, you know they, there's this order of the ancients that they're after as well too that have now ba- they've basically brought the fight to you that that's coming there and they okay. know who you are as Cassandra the, the reputation of the eagle bearer has gone that far that they know that you're a threat in your part and you're on their system to your their radar too. legacy of oh, the first blade hunted legacy the first blade thank you hunted. you've talked a lot about enjoying the side quest storylines mm-hmm. does it add a lot of that kind of stuff to it or is no, it it's the same thing as always okay. yeah where you okay. walk up to people and they've got little interesting tidbits cool. and interesting personalities and you're i'm invested in what i'm doing for them in Rad. it's the same thing as you know of i you know just playing assassins as i do i was you know all right go do this and to get this one thing well i'm here already i'll clear out this entire fortress as well do that and so then on the map pops up of like you know whether you know by the fate of the gods or just because she was feeling the anger that day you know cassandra's already completed this quest she just has to come here and bring it to the person but i go there and the same thing as always all i'm doing now is i don't even have your quest yet but i know i it's on my radar to get it because it's a side mission i've already gotten whatever item you needed or whatever but when i get to you i listen to your entire story I could just circle through it all and mm. give you the thing and get my bonus and leave. But I, what is your story? Oh, we're at, you know, you're, you know, well, this is interesting. We're looking for like this dead guy stuff. Yeah, okay, I'm in your brother. Oh yeah, I did know your brother. Oh yeah, okay. And it's the same thing as always where they're asking me things and I actually remember the character, which is like the highest yeah. compliment I can pay of that game. Of like, I remember Darius's name right the next day because I, you know, he's an assassin. Okay, cool. He this happened. Okay, cool. Do everybody's like, do you really know him though? I'm like, all right. So there's gonna be something in this of you know whatever. But play through and it's awesome. The fighting's awesome, and the you know it's exactly what I want. Nice. It's more trophies in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. That's what I want. What's more the DLC plan for Odyssey? Uh, there's more of it. There's three episodes in this uh, first thing, and I think then there's another major expansion. Wow. I think this is the first major expansion. Then there's another major expansion next time. Video games year. are fucking crazy, man. Video games like, are. You know, especially talking about all those old things a second ago. It's like yeah. to, to think now that it's like just oh, that's just what happens. You get this giant meaty single player game. Yeah. And then on top of that, it's like there is more coming, and it's like it's. Although the counter argument would be that back in the day, they just wouldn't have released the game until these parts were part of it. Too. But it's like that's new game pluses, things like that. That was you know, there's that too. Sure. Yeah. Oh, what I do? What I do? Nothing. Oh. Uh, no, I, I hear you and I'm with you, Tim, of them. I can't believe, yeah, that there's just so, so much more to do in this and the way they're doling it out. And, you know, they just put up their video today of the December update of what all you can expect out of this game. And it's like basically some other stuff, the stuff we already have. This is being the major DLC, the reminder of the mercenary stuff they've updated. Because uh, we've talked about that before, right? Where you can take ability points now and apply them into uh, the, your mercenary abilities or whatever. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, so I got to do that last night and be totally geek out. And, of course, do the thing that I normally normally wouldn't but i'm so into of like yeah. 
you know, pay the money to reset all my skills, go in and only give them to the ones I really need, then go yeah. in and pour them all in here and keep going. And then, you know, there's a new ability included with this DLC that I went through and then got and did all this stuff. Uh, it's just such a joy to play that game and go through. And I, I can't compliment them enough on the way they are supporting yeah. it. Uh, you know, they're like, even today, <laughs> they're just like tossed in a, in the December update that there's another quest that's going to pop up and you can go chase and like just those little things. And the, mm-hmm. in like the fact that they did the whole clothing thing that I've talked about before, you know, like, I am just like last night, you know, starting this thing. It was like very much kind of like Spider-Man, right? Of like, all right, let's mix and match. Let's see the new yeah. out. Let's get a new outfit mm-hmm. on Cassandra and see what it is and changing up colors and trying to match it and trying to make it look cool. So that as I play through and it feels cool uh, on, I think it was the ask kind of funny games cast anything for this month yeah. that, that went out. One of the questions was like, what's something that you just want to see go away in video games or something that you want instituted always remember that. Yeah. And that's totally my answer yeah. is every game should give you the ability to, mix and match the stat boost with costumes ah. like oh yeah you, oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah i loved in spider-man it lets you do that it's just yeah like, so get the, the armor come want, with yeah. the boost but then you can apply the boost to cool any, any outfit you want to wear because it's and always like I, the and, worst. I, and the way they've been so responsive to the community the assassin's creed community i see that only getting better right like because i think now yeah. that they've introduced the ability of like well it's brushed bronze or worn silver or whatever to make the outfits <clears> look <throat> different i don't i i totally expect that January, February, somewhere we're in those monthly updates, it's going to be just color them however you want. You yeah. know what I mean, we finally put in a shader here and you can just make it look exactly how you want to make it look and then go through and screw around that way. So awesome. Sounds yep. absolutely bodacious. They killed it, man. They're How's, how have they done on sales? Do you know? I, I haven't seen sales data around that. I haven't seen data. You're right. But I think it I it seems like they've been happy. Okay. Cool. I mean, it's definitely found an audience for yeah. sure. It's definitely getting critical acclaim. Most people I know are playing it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I think they've done really well in a year that people were like, why is there an Assassin's Creed immediately a year later? Why mm-hmm. is there an Assassin's Creed that's trying to be the Witcher? Why is there an Assassin's Creed that's going up against Red Dead? Like, no, I think they've actually, they've got, I would think, be very happy with what, yeah. what they found. Okay, I wonder. Just based on Scuttlebutt. I have no real thing to back that up. Assassin's Creed Odyssey sales outperform rest of series on current console generation. Nice. Uh, I can't, and I mean, it's it's such, yeah. it deserves it so much. You know what I mean? Because I play that game and it is just like, man, I, I know, it's one of those games you play and as I'm playing it, I'm like, I'm having such a good time. Like, I, you know what I mean? Nice. And like, yeah, last night it was the, there's one trophy from not this DLC, but DLC they've put out, or updates they've put out since the game came out that I need to knock out to have all the current trophies. And it's just like, I could do it. I'm going to go to bed. I'm already exhausted. You know what I mean? It was, it was yeah. fun to be a normal person last night, <laughs> play video games. We, uh, I have not had a normal night in quite a while uh, with all the showcase stuff. But yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. I totally recommend it. Before we move on, two questions for you. Sure. One, did you tickle me on the leg like five minutes ago? I, I don't think so. I swung my foot and that's when you're like, what? And I what? must have grazed okay, you so maybe. my leg is like, like I think I've got like a, maybe I'm having a stroke right now. No, it that doesn't go to legs. It doesn't Second, yeah. your sweater. This mm-hmm. entire time you've been talking, I've been yeah. listening to you. But all I want to do, you have this awesome like Christmas P- PlayStation sweater sure, on. Sure, PSX last year. I keep piece. thinking of GTA button coats. Sure. And I'm yeah. wanting to press like press, you press my buttons anytime. Yeah. Things you, happen. You press my time. buttons anytime, sure. Thank you. That's all invincibility. Right, I, I've been trying to get that out of my system. Love it. Ladies and gentlemen, this episode of Kind of Funny Games Cast is brought to you by Movement watches greg yeah you know they make watches i do they also make sunglasses they do and do i use them all sunglasses? the time if you see a photo of me in sunglasses out at a vacation spot or doing something other than professional wrestling kind of stuff i am wearing my movement sunglasses. what is nice. yeah. our lives are such if silly, you see me silly, in a cutoff t-shirt things. i'm usually wearing sunglasses i don't mind smashing yeah <laughs> i mind smashing exactly. my movement sunglasses. i love wearing them gia loves wearing hers cool greg yeah. you love wearing that watch right what watch you got show the people show the people can you do that uh, no no, <laughs> get over here. Yeah, I want I there want people go. to see your rose gold watch making you look big balling. 
Um, and also Andy. Andy's been talking about having a lot of issues looking at computer screens and all oh. that stuff recently. Uh, as much go. as we love our screens, the fact Ooh, is they're draining your nice. eyes. So check out Movement's Everscroll glasses that protect your eyes from harmful blue light so you can keep on gaming. You also look great doing it. The Everscroll lenses come in a lot of different frames and styles, so there's a list for everybody. Uh, there's a fit for everybody. That's the thing. Movement, ton of different options. We, already, we always talk about their quality construction, their styled minimalism. It's all true. All the rumors are true. <laughs> Every last one. <laughs> Every last one of them. Uh, Movement watches start at just $95. You're looking at $400 to $500 for the same quality from traditional brands. Movement did all the hard work this holiday season, so you wouldn't have to. And they make awesome gift boxes and packages. If you need help giving the perfect gift this season but don't know where to start, the guys over at Movement Watches got your back. They've curated wow. all your favorite styles into special gift boxes for you, so you can absolutely crush this holiday season without the added stress. Get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmt.com slash kinda. Movement's launching new styles on their site all the time. Check out the latest at mvmt.com. Go to mvmt.com slash kinda. Join the movement. Jared. Yes, sir. It's been three weeks in the making (gasps) now, but it is time for Mobile Gamer Bullshit. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like at this point there's so much buildup that we cannot possibly meet expectations. <laughs> so it's a very standard seven question mobile gamer bullshit today. Mobile game or game dev? There are a lot oh. of oh. there are a lot of game development studios in this world. Some That's larger true. than others. Sure, make you got you got game what development studios. What a good lead one into person? the yeah. showcase, the kind of funny game showcase. Which if you're watching oh, on Monday is already live. Wow. You can you can watch it. There we go on youtubecom games. And if you're I'm sorry if you're not if you're watching on Monday, it's on youtubecom games. If you're watching before Monday, it's Saturday. twitchtv games. I'm gonna I, give a shout in the intro. Okay, and I'd like to call out that. With two and a half days to spare, we are asset locked. We have all the assets we do. for a kind of funny Thanks. showcase. The final, Keep it asset the final locked. one has crossed the finish line. Wow. Yes. Woo. Keep it asset locked. Keep it asset locked. locked. That's right. Beautiful. Gentlemen, seven questions here on mobile game or game developer. Friends, you can play along at home, and we hope that you will. Some of these are mobile games you can play on your iPhone or Android device. Others? Development studios. One is both. Cool Greg. Starting today with Perpetual Loser. Tim Gaggis. <laughs> Tis I. <laughs> AKA. Okay. Smashing Kitty. Smashing Kitty. Mobile game or oh, development studio? Man. And by the way, when I say studio, I understand that could just be one person that uses that name as their brand. Oh. So it may, you know, that could be one, two guys in a, in a garage. That could be a hundred person dev. development studio. Smashing Kitty is a dev. Greg Miller, you said dev. Greg Miller says mobile game. Mobile game. Both of you thinking through your PR emails, God. trying to decide. All right, here we go. Number two, Greg Miller, mm-hmm. Pixel Tree. Pixel Tree. Is most definitely a developer. Developer. I'm going down. Developer. Number three. Skyhoppers. Tim Geddes. Skyhoppers. That's a game. Mobile game. Yeah. 
Jared, I hate to agree with Tim Geddes because he's a dirtbag, but it is a mobile game. Mobile game. <laughs> Number four, Mad Aces. Ooh. <laughs> that is a mobile game. And right now, my lead run for double. I'm going mobile game. Going mobile game. Stop copying me. Number five, Tim Geddes. Ivory Tower. Ooh. Dev. Developer. Mobile game. Mobile game. Number six, Omega Force. Oh, that's me? Sorry. Yeah, Greg Miller. Omega Force. Ah, shit. We're going to say... Fuck. Mobile game. Mobile game. Mobile game. Mobile game. Number seven, Ghost Games. Oh, or tricky little bitch. ghost games. Is it ghost games or ghost games? <laughs> Greg Miller's so confused. Ghost games. I get what you're saying. Ghost games. Or quite possibly. Oh, both. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, who's doing this one? You. Tim Gettys. Ghost games. Mobile game. Mobile game. Developer. Developer. Hosted a conference for them. Fine. I'm kidding around. <laughs> Finally, which one's both? Greg Miller. I'll tell you what, Jared. As usual, you've outdone yourself. Oh, Where you. Mad Aces sounds like it. Ghost Games, I could see being it. Omega Force, I could see being it. But I can only pick one. I'm eliminating Mad Aces, and I'm going Omega Force. I believe uh, Ghost Games is too on the nose to be... To, you know what I mean? What I a detective. Yeah. What a detective. I just like to walk you through my... A lot of people are like, Greg, It's we've never seen someone come in and be the Babe Ruth of mobile gamer bullshit like you have. You know what I mean? Just called the shot. I've had two perfect games, I believe. And <laughs> <laughs> time is a, is a construct I don't recognize anymore. I'm going Mad Aces. Mad Aces. Mad Aces. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Number one. Smashing Kitty. That's a mobile game. Boom! Greg gets it. Tim Fuck. gets nothing. <laughs> Number two. Pixel Tree. That's a mobile game. Oh, neither of us get anything there. Wow. We were both wrong. One to zero, Greg Miller. Number three, Skyhoppers. Mobile game. Both get a point there. Cool. Right. So what's the score here? Two to it one? It is two to one, Greg Miller. Number four, you guys both answered the same here, right? Yeah, Mad Aces. Mad Aces. Mobile game. Well done. Oh, we both get a point there. Kind of sounds job. like a studio. Good job. Mobile game. That it was your daily that double, so boat. we'll see you at the end if you get another point there. <laughs> Number five, Ivory Tower. Ivory Tower. We have a split here. I say mobile game. Tim says developer. Ivory Tower, developer. Oh, yes. no. Yes. It's tied. They're all tied up with it's two to go. Three. But oh. there's, also, there's also the double up here. Oh. Number six, Omega Force. We both said mobile game. And it is a mobile game. We are tied at four. That was my daily double, though, so I still have a shot. Add an extra point there. Number seven, Ghost Games. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This is not a liar. We're split. Games. I say developer. Tim says mobile. Developer. Oh, and there you go. I got the early lead here, but the game but is still in play. Still the bomb is in play, as right Ben Affleck would say. Five to four. Oh. But, yeah. but if Mad Aces is, in fact, also... yeah. But it's not until Mega Force Greg Miller yeah. was right! He's the winner! One six to four, Tim sucks! I hate Form it. screwed up when they gave him the thing, <laughs> and I should be verified on Instagram! Oh man, Play the real gentlemen. song, cool Greg! Give me my winner's parade! <laughs>
Let's for a second though call out how fucking impressive the Daily Double get is. Yeah. Okay. All right. You that know what is. I mean? Dude, there I am. Like it. Yeah. Yeah. Although there, you did a great job. There's as some you real good ones you on this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Oh man, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us for this very special episode of the Kind of Funny Games Cast, episode 199. The prelude Fuck. to next week's episode. Number 200. Number number 200. Where we celebrate our live show and celebration from Madison Square Garden. Yes, that is what MSG, baby. That's right. MSG. Yep. Um, I know that many of you will be playing Super Smash Brothers Ultimate this weekend. And for that, I, I'm very, very happy, very excited that we're all going to get to play together as a unit. It's a very special time in all of our G lives. G-Unit. It's not often the new Smash Brothers comes into our lives. So enjoy this. Let it rain over you and beat the shit out of your, your friends. Damn. Okay. Until then, I love you.